Welcome to Latinas Views on Black Lives Matter. I'm Andrea and I'm with Alicia. Today we'll be discussing our views on the Black Lives Matter movement and its impact on our community, as well as the history that led up to it. Hi everyone, I'm Alicia, and to begin, let's go over the basics. What are the principles of Black Lives Matter? The founders of the Black Lives Matter movement expect those who become part of the movement to practice diversity, globalism, empathy, and restorative justice. By that I mean that the Black Lives Matter movement is very inclusive, so anyone should be able to join the movement, regardless of ethnic background, age, gender, and sexuality. To join, however, one must be true with their intentions. If you want to be part of the movement, you can't just be a performative activist who is part of the movement to make themselves look better. A performative activist is exactly that, someone who does not inherently believe or practice what they are supposed to be an activist for. An example would be if a white person who reposts a thread on Twitter about the history of oppression for black people in the media and then says the n-word and other racist phrases behind closed doors. The Black Lives Matter movement is fighting a serious cause, so it needs people who are very serious about overthrowing prejudiced beliefs and oppressive language or actions. Because Black Lives Matter calls for authenticity, it also calls for hard work, reflection, and longevity. It means that you are willing to fight for a cause as long as it takes, which can last years and even a lifetime. It is not for people who are trying to be in the movement for a week or a couple of months. Instead, people need to reflect on their experience, privilege, or lack of, and attempt to educate themselves, which may be difficult. And how would you say BIPOC, or Black, Indigenous, and People of Color, benefit from the movement? Is it harmful decentering the movement? Yeah, so that's a very interesting question. I've seen a lot of discussions, both in person and online about it, um, and people always have mixed feelings. Some people are completely against decentering the movement because they're afraid that if we do, then we are fighting for too much all at once. Yeah, I think that's exactly what should happen. Black indigenous people of color suffer from multiple layers of oppression. That's what comes with intersectionality that includes some of the most oppressed groups of people, indigenous people and black people. So they benefit from the movement by having a chance to communicate their emotions and hopes for the movement. Not only do they stand with the movement, but they understand the movement. Indigenous folks are three times more likely to be killed by police than white Americans. They know what it feels like to be neglected by this country. More than anything, this movement has benefited by PUC by raising awareness about issues pertaining to their community, which allows them to get economic and social support. Initiatives like the Rapid Response Art Fund help raise money to support these communities. Help can manifest in different ways. Now, do I think it is harmful to decenter the movement? No. Black indigenous people of color are still black, so they should 100% have a chance to speak about their experience. The movement is inclusive. There's always space for this kind of thing. I don't think it would be harmful at all. In fact, I think it's harmful not to do this because you kind of send this message that you can only fight for one thing at a time, when really the solutions for the movement are very complex. Moving on, because I don't want to ramble, what would you say are the origins of the Black Lives Matter movement? I'd like to know more about it. 
and maybe other people who are starting their activism journey will too. The phrase Black Lives Matter was actually created quite a long time ago. It started back in 2013 after George Zimmerman, the man responsible for Trayvon Martin's death, was acquitted only 17 months after the tragedy happened. People went to Twitter and started tweeting this phrase in order to call attention to the issue. Black Lives Matter turned from a hashtag into an organization. There are three people responsible for this. One in which I actually share the same name, funny enough. The names are Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullers, and Opal Tometi. Black Lives Matter was once just a hashtag, but now it is a strong organization with over 40 chapters throughout the nation. That's fascinating. I definitely remember that like it was yesterday. This is a bit more personal though, um, but how do you see anti-blackness manifest in your own community? Even within communities of color, there is still extreme hatred for blackness. The black and Latinx community has been mixed due to colonization. And even though you would expect another group of colored people to be sympathetic to the black community's struggles, many Latinx often try their hardest to distance themselves from their black and African roots. As a Puerto Rican woman, a common phrase uh, that I've heard circulate our community is mejorar la raza, which means better or improve the race. Usually, this phrase is told in the context of telling young children or even adults to marry someone who is white or at least somebody with a lighter complexion, as if to get rid of any darkness in the bloodline. This idea is especially prominent in Dominican and Puerto Rican cultures, where people try their hardest to deny their roots. I do have to ask, when you first heard about what was going on with the protests and such, what were your initial reactions towards the movement? Have they changed over time? I have always been really passionate about the movement. I first heard about its new name after George Floyd's death, and I was disgusted by how many people weren't taking it seriously. Originally, I started educating myself after Trayvon Martin's death in 2012. I was not aware like I am now, but I did make an effort to learn about how black people were oppressed in the civil rights movement and beforehand. As I started getting older, maybe during the ninth grade, I began to have discussions about the systematic oppression of black people. I would do this during school, work, and after school programs. Basically, I talked about it in all the spaces that I thought it was appropriate to do so. I wanted to be more educated and to do more, but I didn't know how to do that other than educating myself and the people around me. I finally feel like I'm starting to do what I've always wanted to do though. During quarantine, like many others, I started to get more involved in the movement. I started to sign petitions, donate to businesses and organizations for the movement. I boycotted companies who were against the movement, created posts on all my social media platforms, talked about it with my family members, and so on. I still have a long way to go, but I'm proud of what I've done so far. I went through something similar as well. What are some important events, groups, or movements that paved the way for the Black Lives Matter movement? First of all, as crazy as it is to say, the pandemic allowed for a huge influx of supporters. People had a lot more free time because COVID-19 raised the unemployment rate in America. People started to work from home. Students learned from home, and businesses had to cut their employees' hours. 
That actually is a big reason why so many people were able to protest. During quarantine, so many people realized that our capitalist society has not benefited the essential workers in our country. The grocery store workers, nurses, doctors, teachers, sanitary workers, and public transportation workers are all essential workers. This pandemic exposed the injustices in our country, and the protests demonstrated the passion that American citizens have for social justice issues. Moreover, the movement during the pandemic sparked support throughout the world through social media and protests. In the past, people like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks, and Marsha P. Johnson paved the way for so many movements today, including Black Lives Matter. The Black Panthers were a group that definitely did a lot of work for Black communities as well. They created the Free Breakfast for Children programs to mitigate food injustice. They also helped create community health clinics for education and treatment of diseases. These activists sparked strong controversy, but they were very brave in doing so, especially because they became tar targets for people who directly opposed their views. And movements like the Stonewall Riot and the Civil Rights Movement also created immense change politically and socially. The Stonewall Riot sparked pride for the LGBTQ community and it also started because of black members of the community and other people of color. The Civil Rights Movement pressured the government to pass the Civil Rights Act and other reforms to aid black communities in economic and social mobility. In light of the last question, what can communities of color do to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement? Black Lives Matter is not just a fight for black people. It is a fight for everyone. Many people feel as if it is not their place to speak or act on because they don't identify with this particular group, but that is why there's every more reason to act. Black people are more likely to be arrested or killed, so it is the job for other communities to ensure that every Black life and voice is heard and counts. All the other communities of color can do is show up. It is as simple as that. Attend the protests, donate money if you can, educate others. It is their responsibility to make sure that these issues do not get swept under the rug. Show up and don't ever stop showing up. Fighting for what's right is a full-time job. To not be Black is to have the privilege to live your life and not having to worry about being killed simply because you are Black. I would have to agree with you on that. And we haven't talked about this really, but why do you think All Lives Matter or Blue Lives Matter are invalid? As with everything, there is always someone who gets upset. After Black Lives Matter became a well-known phrase, two other phrases started popping up as well. These phrases were All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter. Now let me tell you why both of these phrases are invalid. First of all, they are created simply to undermine the Black Lives Matter movement. Blue lives are in reference to cops, aka the ones who are notoriously known for disproportionately arresting and killing Black people. The thing about blue lives is that they don't exist. At the end of the day, police officers have the option to take off their uniforms and live their lives. Black people cannot change their skin. Plus, there are black people a part of the police force. This argument simply does not make any sense. And for all lives matter, it is an unnecessary phrase. Because obviously all lives matter. But as of right now, our government and police force is not treating black lives as if they do. There is a silent two at the end of black lives matter. Black lives matter too. All lives will matter once black lives matter.
on that note, thank you for everyone who tuned in today. We hope this chat was insightful for you all. It is difficult to have conversations about Black Lives Matter and other social movements, but having these conversations is very important to continue spreading important information. So, if you feel inclined to do so, become an activist and support the Black community. Now, more than ever, we are gaining momentum. It's important to keep working towards a better future. It will be difficult at times, so make sure to take care of yourself. Take mental breaks and don't be so hard on yourself, especially if you're burned out. That just means that you're working really hard. And if you have any questions about the movement, do some research on social media. Google is always a friend too. You can also go on my Instagram account, which is Andrea underscore Emmy. That's A-N-D-R-E-A underscore E-M-M-Y. There, you'll find a Google Docs link with outstanding resources and important information on how to help, as well as background information. So, as always, stay safe. Thank you for that, Andrea. I couldn't have said it better myself. We want to give a big thank you for all of our listeners today. We encourage you to continue this conversation with your peers and family members as much as you can. We appreciate you for taking part in this conversation today. This is obviously not an easy conversation to have, but it is a necessary one. We want to give an even bigger thank you to our sponsors, Lyric and SYAP. We could not have done this without you. Thank you all for listening. This fight is nowhere near over, but we must continue it until the justice we seek is served. There is hope for a better future, and I have faith that this generation is going to change the world. Do your part in this fight for equality and hold yourself and others accountable. Remember, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter today, Black Lives Matter tomorrow, and Black Lives Matter every single day. Thank you again. We hope you'll join us next time.